Welcome to Bleached, a podcast for real-ass hairdressers. I'm Kayla Bosher. And I'm Sid Sharice. And we are Destroy Destroy the the Hairdresser. Hairdresser. Podcast, not I a know, right? Turn your phone off. We're here. I know. We we're, made we're, it. We've been recording the whole time, so I know everything you need to say. I feel like these chairs are very like coffee talk. Like, welcome to destroy the hairdresser. Like, we've all been welcome today. Yeah. <laughs> you guys been today? Awesome. All right, so we're destroy the hairdresser. We've been um, doing coaching for salons and people that are working behind the chair and freelancers for over five years. Mm-hmm. And we seems like eternity. Seems like a really long time. <laughs> um, we have a long history, which we don't want to spend a lot of time on. But you can go to our website, destroythehairdresser.com, and read more about us. Who knows about us? That's more than I expected. How many of our <laughs> students are here? Ah, I love that. Very, very cool. So, if you want to know more about, we don't want to do like a sales pitch because we don't have time. Boring. But go to destroythehairdresser.com and you can see all the business coaching that we do. We don't do any technical, so you guys have been getting that from all the master people mm-hmm. here. And we're just doing business and kind of lifestyle coaching. Mm-hmm. So um, we, when we first came in, when we were at the first event at the jazz studio, we like we were there and we we're like we're gonna say hi to everybody yeah. and we're gonna shake hands and mingle. And we walked in and we're like, let's get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like it just got overwhelmed. Did anybody else feel like overwhelmed? Like they're like it's gonna be amazing. And they're like. We're going to sit at the bar. What a cool experience, though. Like, I feel like it's so intimate and kind of personal, and I love this one-on-one. Like, it makes it comfortable for us, and we've had such, like, amazing artists here, and it's such a great group. The the reason I brought up the jazz studio is because I feel like we always talk about being, when you walk into, we're going to talk a lot about presence today, Mm -hmm. and I feel like we, again, technical is killing it, but we want to talk about when when you're in front of someone in presence and how that works. And when we walked into the jazz studio, we were like, "We're gonna, we're gonna be the first to say hi to everybody." Yeah. And we weren't the first no. to say hi to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're gonna tell you bar, that you should all be the first to say hi to everybody. Everyone that's listening okay. to the recording, we said hello to everyone. Yeah. When we first walked in, but the idea is that you're all here. It's an intimate setting. How many of you have networked with new people since you've been here? That's awesome. Cool. So what? You had an idea. Mm-hmm. It was a really, a really cool idea. idea. And I did this like at a summit like a couple years ago, and I thought this was so cool. And so we kind of put our own spin on it. And theirs was kind of like boring and cheesy and like, you know, uncomfortable. So I want everybody to take a second and look around the room and look at someone you don't know. Either someone you don't know or someone that you really like their hair. <laughs> or, like, I know. Met. Look at someone you've never met. Who are met, you? That you've never spoken to. <laughs> 
And I want you to remember their faces. Okay, remember their faces. They're already doing the exercise. Oh, yeah. Wow. Here's the like, hi. Yeah. Hi, here's my card. We haven't even, like, <laughs> What if that's obvious? Okay, so. And ignore them. <laughs> remember that person because we're going to talk about that later. So just yes. kind of get that mental image of the person you want to connect with, and then we're going to tell you what to do with them later. It's going to be a blind date situation. Mm-hmm. It's like Tinder, but no swiping. <laughs> so, I don't know if all of you follow us on Instagram, but we're at the story of the hairdresser, and we want to talk to you a lot about online presence as well as in-person presence. They're not much different, Mm-mm. except we usually treat it the same. We usually kind of stick with the people that we follow, and we comment on the same people, yeah. we're obsessing over the same people. We have such a unique opportunity right now in like the millennial age, where you can connect with absolutely anyone. And the, actually, the way that I got to New York was that I started working with, I don't know if you guys are in the podcast, but I talked about how I got to New York a lot because I think it's pretty cool. But I just came to New York. He had to like struggle and yeah. I was just like, I'm coming. Like, it <laughs> she was, was like, give a room. I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, so I got to New York actually by networking online with some people with Sally Hirschberger and I ended up being her assistant for a while, which was a crazy, crazy experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the whole thing was I didn't, I didn't meet any of these people in person until I moved to New York. Yeah. So how many and what a shame. Like, well, how many of you are taking Instagram and networking your ass off on Instagram? No, raise your, like, seriously, like, don't be shy. Like, how many of you know how to? Okay. Like, that's the real question. How many of you know how to? You need to set a goal for yourself. Like, we've set goals that we introduce ourselves to 10 new people. They don't need to be famous people. Everyone mm-hmm. is always trying to, like, connect with famous people. They've already made it. Okay, so we, you need to connect to people that are on their way up. You want to start networking with the people that are in this room. This is the kind of group that is working their way up to the top. So you need to spend all of your time connecting with them. Mm-hmm. So make a goal for yourself, 10 people a month, five people a day, whatever. Some of you are crazy Instagram freaks. Like we follow some of you and it's like she's posting again and again and again and again. So, which is great. But you need to spend all that energy really networking and doing something beyond just showing off what you've done. I. I think we have Alan Ruiz is actually someone that we yeah. connected with as well. And this was like years ago. Like we were just like any beta people? Yeah. Oh, the beta people are like we're all sitting here. We came from a beta <laughs> back in the day. Um, but you know, that's how we started. We were we were very young. It was before Destroy the Hairdress was even a thought. Um, we knew we wanted to create something big and really make a dent on the industry and kind of change the things that weren't working. And there's a lot of things that still aren't working anymore. And so we started to just reach out um, to people and get advice. And some advice we got was actually, people would think it was negative, but it was, all, it was actually like the best advice we ever got because it made us flip our script and go forward. And I think that's the thing that people have a hard time doing is they take or get negative advice and it kind of like rocks their world and ruins their world and like dumps them. But if anything, it should like, you got to change your consciousness and flip the script and take it and, and run with it. And There is no such thing as negative feedback. There's actually, even scientifically, there's no such thing as negative energy. There's just energy and no energy. Mm-hmm. So have you ever been to a place where you're like, that or that, or with a client or with a person, like that person's so negative? It wasn't they were negative, it was they were just empty. There was nothing being produced from them. So we had to have, as hairdressers, have the ability to produce energy. We're producing energy all the time. But when it comes to like social media and all those things, you have to learn to connect, spend all of that energy and connect with people and to create connections. So 
I'm just going to give away your the exercise since they've already started doing it. Okay. <laughs> so all the people that you, like the person that you looked at, I want you to not only networking is not it's not this business card transaction anymore, and it's also not what's your Instagram, which what's your handle, which we do all like that. <laughs> what's your which we do all the time, but like it's more like networking is my name is make a plan. <laughs> it's like a yes and plan. Yeah. So you're meeting someone. And you need to make a plan. Let's let's set up a phone call. Let's chat. Let's brainstorm. Let's go to lunch. Let's do all these things that we should be doing all the time, but we don't. And we share this rule kind of with all of our students called Never Eat Alone. There's a book called Never Eat Alone. Have you ever read it? Anyone? It's a really good book. You should read it. Um, <laughs> but the idea is to never eat alone. So whenever you're going to eat a meal, a meal is kind of magical. You're sitting with someone and you can network so much with them beyond feeling like you're networking. How many of you hate networking? I hate it. <laughs> what is, like what do you not like about it? You were verbal. Go ahead. I feel like it's, I feel like it's a sales pitch. Yeah. And I feel like it's very ingenuous. Okay. Sometimes. That's a lot of people that way. What else? What about what about people feel about networking? I've never meet them in person sometimes. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're the opposite. Usually people are like, I'd rather meet them online. That's cool. I mean I'd rather know them in person. Mm -hmm. That's good. I'm gonna have a relationship with you, I'd rather like that's awesome. Like you feel more comfortable in that way. Cool. What are other fears of networking? Feels forced. Feels forced. Feels forced. It's like I have a ton of questions and I look at them in my brain and then when I get face to face, I'm like, no, it's not working. It's like you blank out. You black out. You're like, like, yeah. Yeah. So you need to, these are, these are, by the way, all of you feel this. We all feel this way. Like, I don't think I've ever met anybody that doesn't feel that way. Even we feel that way, but we, if you do, you're probably a sociopath. Which is <laughs> like, if you can walk in and network with anybody, there's probably something wrong with you. <laughs> but you need to create a networking plan, like a networking strategy. You need to walk in with the way that you do things. So the reason that everybody feels scared about networking is because they're waiting for the other person to lead the conversation, and that person is waiting for the other person to lead the conversation. So it's just awkward blind date that like no one knows how to initiate which is awful so we really press on being first being first being first i try to when i'm walking down the street be the first one to smile at someone uh when i walk in a room smile because sometimes it's like i i know that the other person is waiting to smile back and they want to smile first too but they don't know how or they want to have the first word or and what's it gonna what do you have to lose like so what i'm like hi i'm centuries and you're like so and i'm like okay hi like who cares like the best networking advice i'd ever gotten was from a guy that rejected me at a bar <laughs> i was like i'm gonna go up to that person i'm gonna be first and i went up to him and i was like hey and he was like <laughs> and you're like yeah and i was like got it, got it. like it was clear but i didn't have a plan but if I would have had a plan, I would have won that. Mm -hmm. I would have won that whole thing. So I'm actually so, shocked that you didn't. <laughs> the whole idea, I love how it's a game. Like I would have won that. I would have won it as a game. But the whole idea is when you when you're networking online, when you're networking in person, have your plan of how you do it. Have your steps of how you go about it because people people automatically are reading how you're how you're acting. And you're doing the same. So I'm just asking you, well, we're just asking you to be the first in the conversation. So when you're meeting yeah. someone online, have your specific questions that you DM them. You need, everyone needs to start DMing a lot more. Have the specific things that you leave as questions on their Instagram. Be specific about what you are doing. Also, it, you know, when you think about it, I hear all the time, like we, we have our students, and working in um, the Aveda Institute in the past, they would always be like, I want to go to Fashion Week. 
or I want to work with this person and I want to do this. And I'm like, well then do it. Like, what do you have to lose? You know, you're not doing it right now. So what's it going to hurt you to email them or to talk to them? Half the time, if you don't get a response, oh well. But we there list. is that chance that you could and you will and you will. Like We have that whole list for, like, when we're doing, we want to do fashion week all the time as well. Actually, I don't want to do fashion week that I much, but okay. she likes to do fashion week all the time. But there's, we have a list. I would drag him. We have a list of this people that we contact all the time, and we have the same conversation every year. But the funny thing is, because we've had the same conversation every year, it's always a yes. Mm -hmm. The conversation is always the same. It's always a yes. If we change the conversation and the networking, it could end up being a no. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I'm, we're tra we're training people around us how to respond to us. This is how networking has to be done. So when you, again, going back to creating a plan, when you meet someone online, it shouldn't be that you met them. It's you going after them and asking them specific things. We have an article on our blog at the store of the hairdresser about, we have a whole letter that you can actually copy and paste. We love a copy and paste. Yeah. It's Make just, it simple. It's just easier. Keep everything. it simple. But it's a letter of how you can contact people. You can fill in the blanks. We've created the blanks for you about how to reach out to these people and get feedback from them whether it's on your work or whether it's you want to get advice from them or it's whether you want to work with them. It's just a template for you to reach out if you're nervous. And you can edit the template as much as you want. But again, it's part of creating that plan. But when I network in person, I feel like I'm going to pass out sometimes. I don't. You said I, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I start to like black out and I start to like see stars. It's something that's... It's something that's... <laughs> she's like shocked. She's like, I have her business card. We <laughs> she's like, we have lunch date later. <laughs> but I think I think that's the one thing that stops people is is fear, and there's fear in everything we do in our industry, and we get trapped by it, which is awful. And you just have to be the first one to step out of the box. So like. Be first. Be it's like first jumping off the bridge, like the bridge. Don't jump off oh, the bridge. <laughs> it's like jumping off the diving board. Like you're sitting on the edge. <laughs> if you're jumping off a bridge, there's that's a different talk. Maybe like a five foot drop, like you, you know, at a water park. Talk, there's a very different time about that. We have a hotline for that. But, um, it's like when you're saying like the edge of a diving board. Like it's just scary because you're anticipating it. Mm -hmm. And Stop thinking so much. First off, get the you hell out of your head. Yeah. You're also planning on doing it. If you're on a diving board, you made the plan to go up there. What part of you is nervous about anything? I know, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> liar! <laughs> no, but it's true. It's so, again, going back and kind of like sealing this all up, you just create a plan. If you have a plan of attack when you walk into a room, you will not suffer the consequences. Mm -hmm. It's like when you go on a date. Like, if you have a plan of like, this, I really want to know this person. I want to know what they. I want to know more about what they do. I want to know their credit score. I want to know when they bought. That's all that matters. <laughs> but it's true. It's you. Well, you're walking in and you're figuring all those things out. And having a plan is the only way to conquer the conversation. Yeah. When you allow other people to control the conversation, like imagine if we were letting you control the podcast, we wouldn't get all the information out. So you have to always leave. It would sound like this morning. Like the, it'd be like a. What was that? Oh, the gong this morning. Did they don't have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> It was very different. I will. I got. I like opened She's my eyes. And I was like, oh my corner. god! I feel so great, back. and he's like sweating. I'm like, <laughs> I can like feel his energy. Like I was like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. She didn't feel anything. She was sleeping. <laughs> I was in it. <laughs> 
No, but it's, it, it was, I, I keep thinking about Carla, what she was saying earlier, and I'm like, I, I keep doing this when she was talking about how her arms go forward. And I'm like, Caleb, like arms back, chest up. It's hard to do. Neck out. <laughs> but we're, so we were talking about networking, but we also were talking about being first. And the other thing that we wanted to talk about was this concept. How many of you have heard, when someone says, how are you doing? You go, I'm so busy. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so no, but it's, I'm so busy. Yeah. How many? How many? Do you I used to say it all the time. How are you doing? How many busy? You go, I'm busy. What are you all doing today? Time. I'm so busy. When my father calls, I'm busy. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> but it's yeah, it is. I'm busy. I'm like watching like a cooler house, you know, like it's. <laughs> no, but like it's this. Our whole company that when we created our company, we didn't want to do coaching as in. I mean, there's so many types of business coaching out there in our industry. It's usually brought to you by brand names, which mm -hmm. is fine, but we we don't do that. We we want to talk more to the And it's a lot of like here, take my tools, but they're not catering it to you. Yeah. You know, I think every single one in this room is completely different artist, a completely different stylist, person, everything like that. I can't tell you to do something in business and expect it to work for her. So I feel like it needs to be catered to the people. And that's one of the biggest reasons, or one of the biggest thing that we're seeing in this industry is that the whole like one-on-one -on -one personal coaching is lost and we are individuals and we have to kind of, our mission is to kind of bring it back into that center. And, and we know that it's a conscious change. So everything, we're not about, and I, yeah, this is one of my students. Is any of our boot camp people here? No? You're the boss. Yeah. What's your name? Since I was talking to her on the phone, and I was saying we, we don't we're not, we're not about motivation; we're about elevation. Mm -hmm. And I think Carla even said we were talking about elevation earlier, and it's so important. So we're not giving you tools like here. This is a one size fit all tool, and you guys should go apply it. It's like it's yeah. one size fit all does not fit. So <laughs> it doesn't work. It looks like, like it's, it's not cute. We're giving you we're we're trying to shift consciousness, and that brings us back to being busy. Yeah. And this idea of constantly saying. I'm busy. When someone says to me, I'm busy, what I hear is you are not in control of your time. You have no control of what's going on in your life. You are a disaster. It's you. I know that sounds awful. She's like, yeah, I am. It happens. And, and I feel that way too. But I never, when I think to myself, if someone asks me how I am and the first thing out of my mouth is I want to say I'm busy, I need to step back and reevaluate because there's an issue. I'm not managing my time. I'm not planning out my day. I'm not focusing on my time management. It's and the especially when you're networking with someone new and you're like, I'm so busy. I'm just sitting there thinking, there's probably nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm, saying? Like, you're I'm like so busy and you're anything. like on Instagram. <laughs> You know, when we like sometimes we coach in salons and we're like we go into salons and people are like we're just so busy we go in the back back room and they're just like eating. Like what are you doing? Like, you're, not, you're not busy. You're but your consciousness is you created this idea that you are busy and then you're like I don't have any clients. Or it's almost like you filled your plate up so much and it's just this disaster and you're just like what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. How do I eat this? Like and we all know the person that lives on the victim. I'm busy. Like we all work with so this person. Busy. And if I'm calling you, I'm sorry. But we all work with this with this person. It's like there's just so much going on in my life and I and this and this and the kids and the volleyball tournaments. Blame, and blame, 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 blame. And the hair dye and the and you're just like, 
And the Mercury's in retrograde. Like, it's always... Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. I love that. I read my job today, which is awesome. I don't know if it's... Isn't it true? But, like, I feel like Mercury's We all know someone like that. We're all, like, thinking. We're, like, texting them. Like, they called you out. I know. Like, everybody in the world. Like, everyone I talk to, like, Mercury's in retrograde. I'm like, what is it now? Get over it. It's happening. It's like, I don't even know what that means. I don't either. What but it gives me anxiety a little bit. I'm just like, it is. Does it, does it Brace yourself. Mean? And I know about astrology. <laughs> she gets it. Yeah. But like, what does Mercury and retrograde mean? And what does it have to do with your business? Yeah. She's going to drop everything while I'm holding yeah. it. She's a believer. She's a believer. <laughs> no, but it, what we want what, what we do with our students is we teach them to change their consciousness. We have some of our students that are in our private program. We have some people in our in our boot camp, and a lot of people come to us thinking that we're going to give them business tools. And we've had a lot of people leave the program because we do give you business tools, but they are not business tools that you've ever experienced. We're changing the way that from the seed level of how you think and go about your entire business. We're not going. You can track your numbers in a million ways. Mm-hmm. How many of you track your numbers? It's all if you true. work with a beta, they're like, we track our numbers. Yeah. But I still use this. I know. Like, yeah. a beta has a great tracking. But who, who tracks their numbers? Raise your hand again. Okay. Who tracks their consciousness? Oh, my God. I'm all impressed. Right. We'll I talk like it. We'll talk who needs to track their consciousness? Yeah. Does anybody know what tracking your consciousness yeah. means? Does anybody okay. know what consciousness means? <laughs> Do you guys know where you are right now? <laughs> I know we've all been drinking for like literally I know. <laughs> so this is the only hair show I've ever been to where we're just like I'm like, drinking. I can't have another drink. Everywhere we go, there's alcohol available in the streets. So tracking your consciousness, going back to that is, you know, again, we can give you, a lot of people that come to us, let me give examples, are stuck. Something's got to give. Something's got to change. The only reason someone comes to us Pretty is much. because they're stuck. There needs to be a next level. But not only do they not know what that next level is, they don't know how to get there. Or, like, they, they, like, feel it and see it, and, like, it's it's in the distance. In fact, you like, all came here to get education and inspiration to get yourself to the next level. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have. So, um, in a way, you kind of did consciousness tracking. Yeah. So, the point behind that is, if you were in this place, and then we're trying to give you these tools, you're not in the right mindset to take them. So, we do a lot of breaking down first. So, a lot of our program is breaking it down and figuring out where you want to go, why do you want to go there, and how we're going to get there. And a big thing that we ask our students all the time is, how do you want to feel? And that's huge. And people are just, like, like shocked by that question. And then we ask them, what do you not want to feel? Because that's usually a really easy thing to answer. Like, I know that I don't I, – I, I, I do not want to feel trapped. It's my least favorite feeling. If you've noticed that all, if you've seen me and sit around, I always make a sit in the back or in the corner or like in another room. <laughs> or by the exit. Because I can't handle, like, I couldn't exactly. sit where you're sitting. Like, I would pass out. <laughs> and and it, it's this, but it, it's true. And there's also a saying that we use, it's how you do one thing is how you do all things. So that feeling that I avoid in that area, I usually think of it as like on airplanes or in crowds or I avoid certain situations. But I also do it in business and with, networking and meeting new people and dating. I do what you do in one area of your life, you are you're going to do that in all the areas of your life. If you speed everywhere you drive, you're probably speeding in all areas of your life. If you're you late to work, you're probably showing up late to most things in your life. So how you do one thing is how you do all things. By using this idea, 
it slowly shifts your consciousness. That is a, that's consciousness tracking. It's being aware that, how many, like, this is why I shouldn't, there are people <laughs> out there that lie, but very, but like small lies. Like, it's very simple. Like, they're like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. I, I've met so many people like this. Um, oh, where do you live? And they're like, oh, I live around the corner. They live like eight miles away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll be there in five and, minutes. And it's like. Yeah. And it's this, <laughs> it's this idea of exaggerating or changing the story. But that, I know when I talk to someone like that, that they're doing it to me in all of our conversations. Yeah. Okay. So it's, there's nothing I can do to change that person, but tell them they're doing it. And that's how we do everything with our coaching. So we really push change. We have to change. And it, it, sometimes it's great. Like some people are like, yeah, let's change. And then some people are just like, I'm having a mental breakdown. Like yeah. we've all been too much. But it's also good because then they, when they get to their next level, it's all that negative crap is just gone. And then we can move on to what they really want. And that's really the blockage that's happening. And usually what, usually if you, if you own a business, especially if you own a business, you started the business for some sort of reason because you wanted to feel some sort of way. And then you hired every individual because you wanted to feel some sort of way. And a lot of you hired individuals because you needed to hire individuals and you didn't want to feel that you were going to fail. So you quickly so you probably did hired the wrong team first. So, but if you were to, if you were able to track your consciousness in the beginning of building your business, you would, you would have the dream team. And if you were to focus after you have that, or maybe you've already, maybe that team is gone and then the new one has come in that you focused on, you have a new team and you spend all your time focusing on what they want to feel and how you're going to get them there. All the salon owners that we talked to truly believe for a minute that their staff wants to make more money all the time. And hairdressers sometimes believe they want to make more money too, but that's not really true. Hairdressers want to feel something all the you time. You feel passionate, creative, inspired, all of those things. I think there's not one person in this room that. So as an owner. And but then we want the money to come with that. Oh, yeah, but we then we're money. doing all these things that are quick and fast and, and hardcore to make money. And then we're losing our inspiration and we're losing our creativity. And then we're feeling the lack. And then next thing you know, we quit hairdressing and go into nursing. Like how many people we just see like quit? And it's how just many like, people you see quit going to nursing? I feel like that's a like, That's a thing. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go into nursing. Like, like, everybody I talk to, they're like, she quit. She's a nurse now. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, what? I don't, I, know, I don't know. We haven't figured that one out yet. It's coming. We'll, we'll give you like some sort when of When we figure that out, we'll post it. But it's true. It's like they're, because they want to feel something and they're not getting it anymore. And this is true about any industry and any individual in any area of life. But in hairdressing, especially because we're like raw nerves, just like bouncing. We're just around. like wired, like ready to like feel something all yeah. the time, right? That's and all then, I can describe it. Like, and then like, what yeah. we do is we usually look at our client and hate them because they're not giving, yeah. they're not making us feel a certain way. And then we look at our owner and we're like, oh, they're just taking all my money. I hate them. Yeah. And then we look at like, everybody's a villain. Everyone's a villain except the person that's doing all this themselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is what this also goes back to consciousness tracking. Like you need to focus on what what is in your in your brain at all times. You need to focus on what you're feeding yourself. What books are you reading? What shows are you watching? How many of you Netflix binge? I mean, all of us. Okay, raise your hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody wanted to raise their hand. I know, they were like ashamed. But it's like, okay, fine, Netflix binge, but maybe do documentaries. Focus on growing your consciousness. If you do this, you'll be better at business and you'll make more money. You don't have to take all these... Classes and, and you don't have to be numbers. busy to do it. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Is you don't have to be busy to make money. So. I can't binge watch comedy, though. 
No, you can. Okay. But what are you getting out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Hair color. Hair color, yeah. <laughs> You're going, like, it's, it's fine. We're not saying, I, we don't want to be those who are like, don't do anything you enjoy, do everything you should do. But there should you should be feeding yourself a healthy diet. Also, if you're doing if you're working in this industry and you're not enjoying it, then what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that's true. I mean, like why? Just... And we see that we see and we work with people like that too that are like they have lost it. They have lost. We've it had a few students so that have left the hair industry through our program. Like we yeah. we removed all this garbage, and they were like, I don't. I and never like, wanted to be a hairstylist. Yeah. So like, well, we can't help you anymore. So that's, <laughs> that's, 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 you know, but but that's that's the point. Like we got it to that to that. And we, and we also want to point out, like, what we do is not magic or special. You can, anyone can do this. It's just that we've, we've chosen to do it. Yeah. We are trying to be the first in this conversation that we're starting with everyone. And we, like, that's how we've kind of, that's how we've grown. We've just grown from people wanting to hear what we have to say, which I have no idea why. <laughs> we have, but we, we have people paying attention. We have a lot to say. And we've had to focus more on changing our consciousness about how we treat people that come and need help. Like, we first... When we first start, we've come from, we have spiritual coaches, life coaches, we have all these Business coaches, coaches. And our coaches are really, like, tough. So when we first started, we were really tough. <laughs> and then we realized people don't really always love that. Yeah. There are some people in our program that do, and there are some people that don't. But that was conscious growing for us. It's the same for salons or when you're talking to your client. Not every, hairdressers have this mentality that, like, I'm me, and I'm going to be me. And I had a friend one time tell me on the phone, we were like, I was having a mental breakdown or something. And he goes, stop being you and just be better. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's genius. That is a genius idea. Yeah. Like, Because you're not working, obviously. You know? Right. Like, like, I, like I'm not working in that moment. So just, I need to be better. Mm -hmm. Like it was such an eye-opening experience. But we have this mentality as hairdressers, like I'm going to be me. I'm unapologetic. The only person that can do that is Madonna and she's going downhill. <laughs> okay, like, like she's grasping at straws. We love and, Madonna, but and I, we I love Madonna. <laughs> if you hear us, boo boo. <laughs> so we we just fall down. <laughs> <laughs> but I I want to. I'm sorry if my voice sounds like this. I'm getting over the plague. But we used to try to do this thing where we were trying to be this image that we weren't. Does anybody do that? Do you know what I'm talking about? We were trying to be this image of what we thought a professional was, of what we thought a hairstylist was, of what we thought would make us successful. And the reality of it, it didn't work, and it wasn't approachable. And, like, if, if anybody you come and talk to me, I will talk your ear off. Like, I will talk to you all day long. But I remember, I'm going to give you an instance. I remember one time I was teaching um, a while back, and I was going into this institute, and I was – they flew me in to teach a color class, and I was not first when I walked in. I walked in, and I was shy, and I was, like, nervous. It was, like, the first time I'd ever done this. And I walked in. I had nowhere to go, and I came in, and they, like, almost shoved me in like I was, like, a student or participant in the class. And it almost – it made this environment that, like, when I did get on stage, that I was unapproachable. When really, I just wanted you guys to talk to me. And I really wanted to help you and teach you and, and guide you, but – I didn't put myself first in that. My favorite part of this instance. is that she was flown there on a private jet and like walked in and then just got smacked. <laughs> <laughs> like no, everybody was like, "Hi, are you in class?" And she's like, "No, I'm here to teach." Yeah, like, it was just like, and it, it was but it was true. my fault. And the, I was so fear stricken 
that stricken? Is that a word? I'm from the South, okay? so I like to like make up my old words, and he like makes fun of me all the time. I'll be like, I solved it, like <laughs> I took it, like and he's like, that's not a thing. Solid. I yeah. saw. I don't I've even know how to correct it. And I'm like, my people, sorry. <laughs> but I mean, that was the point, and I changed my consciousness to almost change of like what I wanted out of you and what I wanted to give you is what I need to do for myself as well. And that was like reality check. Like it was just like. Pfft. Yeah. So everything we tell you is like we we practice it and then we're like, oh guys, this works. Yeah. So we're not like coming at you on a preachy level. We have, like I said, we have coaches beating us into the ground and removing our ego so that when we get up here, that's why we like to laugh and talk and do all these things because this industry has Well, that's a lot what I was getting on too. It's just like, that's who we are. And that's yeah. what makes us relatable. And if I drop the F-bomb, it happens. Yeah. And you have heard of my client? Probably not. But with you guys, and I'm talking like, I just want to be real with you. And I want to get to the purpose of what we're trying to do with you. And that's I've met so many huge. people. Like, I've done, I've done talks on the diva stylist. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Who here is a diva stylist? Admit it. Like, two divas? Or do you think they are that? They just are a diva. Um, no. <laughs> We're gonna bleep that out. No, but but like a diva stylist, like you work with someone who has this mentality. Okay, you know what? Are you admitting that you're one? I'm sorry. Are you admitting that you're one? I, I don't think I'm a diva. So no one, one here. So, perhaps. <laughs> you were the only one to raise your hand, which I love. She's like, I'll take one for the team. So, it's great that everyone here does not think that they're the diva stylist of their group. That's fine. I don't believe any of you, but that's fine. Um, but there, how many of you work with a diva stylist? And the teams that are here are like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> okay, the point is, that these people, like, we, we talk about all, this all the time. There's two things here. These people have the conscience that I'm me. And that's who I and am. And you have and, to deal with that. And you have to deal with it. And there's not a lot of conscious growth there. It's actually kind of... They're doing the same thing that they were doing 20 years ago because it worked at that time. They usually spiral upward really quickly and then spiral down really quickly. Or they spiral upward and whatever they did worked and they, they hold on to it so tightly and they don't want to share it with anybody. And then, but it's not working anymore. And that's the issue. Like, yeah. Like um, but the point is that we also talk about how these people are super powerful. These they influence the whole. These people, world. when they change their consciousness, when they start consciousness tracking, that's what we're calling it. When they start consciousness tracking, the CT. they will be the strongest leaders in their entire life. So, how many of you want to be a diva stylist? How many of you want to be the strongest leader in the group? Not everybody has to say yes, by the way. Who? That doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah, it doesn't make you. You're not in trouble. Somebody has to. Someone's like, do I want to know? Yeah. <laughs> but if you are a diva stylist or you know the diva stylist and you can help that person change their consciousness or they can hear this talk or they can get coaching or you can get coaching, you can become, or they can become, the strongest person in the room. I was a real, I was a diva style. I worked for Aveda. And we were already, as Aveda people, we already feel better than everybody else, by the way. That is a true thing. <laughs> like, we do. All, like, Aveda people walk in, and they're like, 
We used to be called the Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> we come with this as a pride, like this is where we came from. Yeah. This is, you know, it is. We all smell like a beta tea. <laughs> um. <laughs> but it's true. So I was kind of raised in an environment that like I, I, I felt more educated than most people and I felt more advanced than most people and I felt like I had, you know, I had a big bodyguard behind me called Aveda. So when I walked into a room and I worked for Aveda, it was like, ugh. And then you had the other people that were like, fuck Aveda. Like, they don't like it. <laughs> so it's been a really interesting experience. But I was, it's like war of the brands. <laughs> so I was raised with this mentality in the industry for 10 years. And I've, I've always worked for Aveda until the last four years. Um, that I was like better than everybody else. And then when I got to New York, I was reminded that I didn't know shit and that nobody gave, no one <laughs> cared where I was. And nobody, They're like, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Sally Hirschberger. I don't know if you know Sally Hirschberger, but she's not the nicest individual on the planet. <laughs> and she would remind me constantly that I was nothing. Okay. And, Which is humbling. Again, that goes back to like taking those comments and changing it. Something but she's great. also the reason that I am able to speak to you now from a place that isn't up there. That is an ego, and it's just about wanting to be around my peers and hang out and laugh and grow. And I think that's what's really cool about this environment that Aaron created is that that's what we have. We have a small, intimate group. The people that are here are conscious. Yeah. You know, like you came to. <laughs> I mean, you guys are like this is like we're part of the real world right now. Like, this is like a, a a group that like no one you can't explain this to someone. Like, yeah, like, you can be like, oh yeah, we sat in like a bingo hall and you know had an intimate session. We thought like, you, by the way. <laughs> we went up to the church. Wait, 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 wait. we have a whole story. Hold on, wait, let's tell our story after we wrap it up. So, what we wanted to remind you is consciousness tracking. Please do not just take this for yourself. Please share this idea yeah. with We're everyone. We don't have to give us credit. We don't really care. But if we can get our whole industry to start doing this, we'll stop beating each other up and start and stop feeling each other as competition. And we already are as millennials, most of us are millennials, collaborating mm -hmm. and wanting to Take work together and creating Guide collectives. Each other, help each other. And so changing this consciousness, smile on others, change your consciousness, stop stop gripping so tightly to the rules. Stop gripping so tightly to how it used to be. Stop gripping so tightly to how it has to be because it does not it, it it's not working. It doesn't work. It will fail. It will literally crash and burn and we watch it happening. All the time, we're so, in New York. We're seeing people close salons left yeah. and right. Well-known people, and the most successful salons are the ones that guide their staff into their next level. Yeah, and they're letting their. Staff I'm so thankful leave. that you spent the last ten years here, and that I have gotten you to this point. And I encourage you, and I guide you, and I help you to your next experience. And that's how an exit should be. And stop rather than focusing on motivation. Stop trying to motivate your staff. We're already motivated. Yeah. Okay. And as a person, as an individual, stop trying to motivate yourself all the time. Switch the consciousness. You're already a motivated person. You're a hairdresser. Motivation is in your blood. It's how you start. It's how you move. It's how you wake up in the morning. But it's not, it's not enough sometimes. So start feeding yourself beyond creatively, consciously. Read. Like, I'm a reader. Like, she's a reader. Mm -hmm. Like, we're We battle whose books are the biggest. She brought this fucking book. <laughs> I did. I was like, it was like my carry-on. Like, I was just like, I'm going to read it. It's like, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God no one was sitting next to you. She like opened it. <laughs> and I have like a book that's like this thing, and I'm like, and then she's like, boom. And then every five minutes, I'm like, 
<laughs> Trying to get a Every time she turned a page, she like made a noise, so like I knew that she was like <laughs> making it through. <laughs> but anyways, that's that's what we wanted to really focus on. But we were gonna call our podcast. We thought we were in the church, <laughs> and we we're gonna call it Two Jews in a Church" because that's what we were. So we went to the church, and we were like calling on the door. <laughs> And, like, this, it was like a movie. Like, have you seen those movies, like, the old man, like, comes out and meets the people and he, like, teaches them lessons? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> We're calling on the door and he goes, no one's ever tried to do that before. And, like, this random guy. And I'm like, like do weird. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, they're like, like, we're awkwardly asking. He's like, I do, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, I was just like, do we follow him? Or is it like. <laughs> we did. And then it was so He was so it was slow so, too. It was like that old wise. It was like, such he's not a, even real. It like, was such, he wasn't real. This person does not He walked so slow. We're like, Hello. He walked so slow and he was like talking really slowly. And I went to shake his hand. He goes, Oh, I don't shake hands. I'm like, You're not real. That's why you don't I'm shake like, hands. You're not a real person. So I, I, I know we have Aaron. Aaron but, keeps, Aaron's like, You're done. Yeah. I was uh, like, <laughs> talk, talk to us. Tell really quickly. Me. I know you guys have you stuff have five to say. minutes. I want to hear questions. Yeah, she, hear... she was first. Stand up. Stand up, young one. What's your name? Uh, your hair Amelia, yeah. Wait, you're on it. You're on it. Say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on iTunes, you can type in Destroy the Hairdresser and subscribe to our podcast. The name of our podcast is called Bleached. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty. Was that it? Back there, she she was first. So I heard you mention um, you didn't understand how some people would become scholars and then switch universities or vice versa. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the correlation between that because Thank I yep. started animating in grade nine, um, and there were like ten nurses that were in the class. So there's only a few professions that actually you can be licensed to touch and provide that type of service. So in nursing, because I worked in that field for like fifteen years. Um, not burnt out, and so I still wanted to provide a service. Yeah, and you know, in the hair industry, you're providing a service and you're taking care of people. So that's the correlation. I love that. Thank you for that. Now we know. Bam! She okay. was like, someone, <laughs> someone over here. Just any the best book to start off. Is that what you're gonna say? Purple cow. Yeah. By Seth, by Seth Godin. Purple cow. Seth Godin, purple cow. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Brian. Brian. Yeah, I don't mind when salon and um, the diva class that you're talking about. I turned into my manager and the best. Yeah. Beautiful. That is That's exactly what we're doing. Because the natural person, everybody talks to the mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. So people that are divas, they you need to just direct their energy. Yeah. It's just too sporadic. A lot of times they, they, they don't know what to I, do with their energy. Which is not the person. Like, I'm not the guy that mm-hmm. Yeah. He is, so he's going to be. And it's funny because when you take that person who's the gossip queen yeah. and you put them in charge, they end the gossip. Yeah. You do. I don't know what. It's like. They the, stop it. They're like, hey. Yeah. I know we talked about that last week, but I'm in charge. And they will kill. <laughs> 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 yes. Because when you, when you get put in that position, I tell salon owners all the time when they have those stylists and they have such a negative thought about it and I'm like, you need to give them more responsibility. And it's, they're like, you're telling me my worst stylist, you want me to promote them? And I'm like, yes, yes. 
And the minute that they do, they see the change. Because it's because conscious growth. It has nothing to do with numbers. It has nothing to do with behavior. It has to do with consciousness. And like I see owners reacting it. on emotion rather than business. And that's the issue. Okay, two more questions and we're, we got to wrap it up. Yeah? Uh, I was curious about like the follow-up on like, us looking and connecting in person. Like, what was the yeah, so if you guys want to talk to us or hang out with us, we have um, we do private coaching that you can connect with either Sid or, Sid or I. It's a year-long program. Everyone that we've had in it keeps no, going. I meant, like, in the beginning, you're supposed to look around the oh. room. And oh, we, told, we did tell you them. Did we, tell, told, yeah. we said, find them, connect with you them. You need to find this person no. that you, the you person just, that you, you saw. You already done it. There's all that conversation. I just didn't, like. Yeah, so the person that you saw at the beginning <laughs> that you looked at, I want you to beyond share your information. Like, go and say, wait, let's set up a phone call. Let's brainstorm. Let's get to know each other. You have no idea what kind of relationships you will build. It's very, 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 very important. It's <laughs> magical. Yeah. When you do it, it's magic. I'm telling you. One last question. Yes. How much stuff do you drive with this? Mm -hmm. um, the area as a vent, mm -hmm. there aren't really challenges in terms of the Mm -hmm. I think if you like, if you want to, if you feel stuck, it's usually the universe pushing you to the next level. Which, and I'm not saying opening a salon is the next level, but the next level is having moving or or making a business, change. A change has to happen. Making a change inside. So there's you only have three options, and you have they're all the right options. You just have to choose one. It's like choose your own path, but yeah, like the outcome is always success. So just just pick one. All right, guys. I'm Caleb Bosher. I'm Citrine. And we're starting with Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.